Hey peeps, it's D-Lo, and if you're listening to this, that means you have entered the chocolate chat. Hey peeps, again, it's D-Lo. Thank you for rocking with me once again with Chocolate Chat and my podcast and just coming to listen to me speak and support me. I appreciate you all. It's been a very trying week, week and a half. I've been having a lot of things going on, so I've been getting distracted, not making podcasts as frequently as I could. Thank y'all for being patient and um, yeah. But I'm back. I'm ready to talk my shit. And if you'll all join me, that would be amazeballs. Again, everybody, I just want to remind you of our mission. So the mission of Chocolate Chat is to create a platform for chocolate Americans to cover a wide range of topics from an inclusive narrative aimed to challenge, educate, inspire, and awaken a fixed-minded person. This topic will be awakened. Not even educate, because I feel like, and this is more of an opinion-based topic. You go about it the way you want to, but I'd say awaken just to kind of give people a fresh new idea, a new take on the topic at hand. Today, we're going to be talking about compromising. I want to talk about compromising because I've had an experience recently where I realized that me compromising the things that I felt and the way that I think and the way I feel that I should be treated by other people has hindered me in a lot of my relationships that I've formed. Not relationships meaning, you know, dating somebody, but more so relationships with friends and in dating. You know, I've compromised a lot. I always confused accountability with self-doubt. I am a person who's really big on self-accountability. Anybody who knows me knows that I think a lot. I'm, I'm an overthinker by nature. But overthinking causes me to be very self-reflective. And although being self-reflective is very healthy, and that means you're always in touch with your emotions, you're always in touch with your experiences and how they affect you on a daily basis, if you do too much self-reflecting, you start to self-doubt and you start to self-blame. Like, oh, I did that wrong. I should have never done that wrong. I should have never done that. Oh, well, in the past, I've dealt with this. So this is why I treated this person like this. Let's be honest. People who are genuinely malicious, are genuinely genuinely um, sociopathic, have sociopathic tendencies, do not self-reflect. And if they do, they never see what they've done wrong. They only see what you've done wrong. So the fact that you you even have a self-reflective mindset, a self-accountable mindset, you cannot necessarily do anything maliciously unless you're doing it in the right state of mind. Being malicious takes lack of consideration. And if you're a self-reflective person, that's one thing you do not have. Now, in my 25 year of age, I'm learning, oh my God, all this time I've been self-accounting and self-preserving, you know, just holding myself accountable in my interactions with other people that I've actually gaslighted myself. Now I want to talk about when to compromise and when to know the difference between when you're compromising or you're self-gaslighting or letting somebody else gaslight you. I'm going to give it to you straight up, no chaser. Just real straight cut. 
Don't compromise who you are in the beginning. Don't compromise or negotiate who you are and what you like in the beginning. It's a waste of time. And unfortunately, when you do that, it's a waste of your time in the long run. I've wasted three years, four years, five years on relationships that I had to compromise for in the beginning. And if you find yourself compromising in the beginning... That is just a hallmark of a failed relationship. And I'm telling you this after I've lost many a friends. Not because of necessarily something that I did wrong or they done wrong. We were just incompatible, but I knew we were incompatible. I just didn't fix it in the beginning. Why? Because I compromised. Oh, you know, they're this, they're that, and that's not really their intentions. Unfortunately... That's who they are. My Angelou said, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And that's on period. They show me who they were. And now, with the knowledge that I have, after all those experiences that I've had that have given me so much insight to my connection with other people, I'm cutting the fuck loose. I'm going to cut loose. If we are talking and we're trying to build something and you're a new person in my life and we're talking and you do something that I don't like, that I know that is a major issue for me, I'm going to communicate to you that, unfortunately, I really enjoy getting to know you and I really enjoy like our rapport, but I really can't get with the fact that you do this one thing and... I just don't want to waste any of our times. I'm just good. And it's not saying that you're a bad person. We're just incompatible, and I understand that. Now, that's more of a dating conversation because I've had that conversation in regards to somebody who was trying to date me. Now, within a friendship, friendships are a little more lenient. And friendships are a little more lenient because they can be incompatible with who you are, but you don't have to necessarily get rid of them. If you want to get rid of them, that's cool. You can. You'll end up being friendless. And that's on you. But with friendships, if somebody does something that you dislike or they're incompatible with what who you are, you don't got to get rid of them. You keep them at an arm's length. You use that. Not you. <laughs> use is such a bad word. You hang around that friend when you choose to hang around them. That's on period. Um, I have friends who... I realized, I realized recently, I'm, yo, 25, if anybody has any question about the year of 25, you do so much reflecting because you have now lived on earth for a quarter century. Now, granted, um, about 5% of that 25 years you don't remember, but for the, for the 95% that you do remember... Man, you take that in and you start connecting the dots and you start saying, oh, shoot, I've done this here and I've done this here. I've been doing this for years. What the hell? 25 is a blessing because I'm getting a lot of insight on, you know, who I am and what has bothered me for 25 years. What has been a reoccurring theme of my complaints for 25 years? And I'm learning that they are communication. If you can't communicate effectively are timely enough for me i have i want nothing to do with you only because that's not something that you can fix if you want to talk to me you will and if you don't then you won't 
And guess what? Neither will I. Communication is a big thing for me. Um, follow through consistency is a really big thing for me. You got to be able to do what you say you're going to do. If you're not, that turns me off immediately. I don't want to deal with you because I'm a person who's really big on follow through. And people tell me all the time, you think that everything that you say is set in stone. And you think that people always got to follow through on their word. Baby girl, you need to look inside yourself. And understand why you don't think that's a necessity. If a person can't be consistent, what the hell can they do for you? In times of need, you can't even call this person. They're dead weight in your life. Let me tell you something. Communication, consistency, and respect are the bare minimums of any relationship that you have. These are things that you don't need to ask for. That you don't need to negotiate for. That you don't need to compromise for anybody. And if they can't supply those three, move on. Now, let me clarify. I'm not saying that every new connection or every new bond that you build has to run smoothly. If it doesn't run smoothly, that's okay. You don't need to cut loose. You don't need to ghost immediately. I, D'Lo, personally have... Uh, baseball mindset. I'm a three times and you're out type person. Now, the way that I do things, now, you know, keep in mind, this is the new and improved adult D-Lo. This wasn't who I was in the past. I've had relationships, friendships, not relationships meaning connections because I've never been in a relationship, but I've had relationship friendships that I did compromise for and that, you know, to this day, I still hold on to after several redirective conversations. Now, now that I'm an adult and I've had this newfound understanding of connections and how you should self-market and how you should be strong in your understandings of you when it comes to other people, those are relationships I'm not necessarily holding on to now. But I'm just saying this is a newfound me. Now, a communication thing. Communication, again, is the bare minimum. If you, if I'm writing you, right, and I write you and then you take three hours to respond. Oh, I was at work. Cool. Communicated with me. You didn't respond to me back. You let me know that you was at work. Now, if I write you, you take 24 hours to respond to me. I'm going to respond. You take six hours from that 24 hours to respond to me. Whoa, now I'm seeing a pattern. And anybody who knows me knows that I say, actions may speak louder than words, but patterns speak louder than actions. Now I need to address what's going on with this communication thing. Yo, what's up? Um, you, Yo, you took 24 hours to respond to me, then you took six hours. What was going on? Oh, yeah, I was busy. I should have let you know that. Yeah, you should have. Communication is a really big thing to me, and if you can't, uphold your end on communication you should let me know because i take that personally okay i will you've had that redirective conversation that's number one now look you had that conversation with them it seemed productive they understood you were very clear about the way you like to communicate and you don't like your communication style spotty but yet there's been no change the second time that they take too long to respond to you it's up to you. Now, I did lie. I said that 
I'm a baseball type of person, but I realized I was a baseball type of person. But now I'm more so of a, um, you do it once, I give you a warning. You do it twice, it's who you are. I don't want an apology. I'm going to just cut loose. Um, Like they said, fool me one time, shame on me. Wait, what the fuck? Is that how they say it? That's not even how they say it. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me two times, shame on me. Now, I'm more of a, okay, here's your chance. Oh, you didn't fix it? Cool, I'm moving forward. Now, next time they hit me, I'm going to do. I'm gonna say with all due respect, you and I have different communication styles. And I just think we're not compatible, which is okay. I'm not expecting an apology. I'm just giving you the decency to let you know that I no longer want to talk to you. Thank you. Now, they can take that or leave it. There's no need to really fight for it because we've realized that we have a disconnect so early on in forming a bond. Why fight for it if we have such a huge disconnect already? I have the answer to that question. You don't fight for it. You move forward. Keep them at an arm's length. If it's a friend, if it's a relationship, you let it go. Because anything that you encounter from that moment on that you deal with that you stick around for it's your fault and people don't pity you i won't pity you now that leads me into the perfect topic of the difference between self-accountability and self-gaslighting there's easy signs to when you're doing either or now self-accountability usually needs to come when somebody has called you out for being a hypocrite Now, here's a scenario off the top of my head. You have a rapport with somebody, you're close, let's say a best friend, and you haven't spoken months. Your best friend will say, oh, hey, friend, how you doing? This is what my best friend would say, I'm just being silly. Oh, hey, friend, how you doing? I haven't heard from you in a while. Then you will respond, yeah, you haven't heard from me in a while because you haven't called me. Um, and then your your friend would say, oh, your best friend would say, um, you're right, I haven't called you in a while, but let's be honest, um, you haven't called me either, and the phone works both ways. That's, that's it. That's it. You were being a hypocrite saying, oh, you haven't called me, but she hasn't, you haven't called me, but you haven't called her either. You both have fell short. So now you hold yourself accountable in regards to that, and you'll say, okay, she's right. She didn't call me. I didn't call her. I'm holding myself accountable. I'm going to call her more of, more often and see if there's a change in our communication style. That's self-accountability. You're holding yourself accountable that you're, you set a certain standard for somebody that you didn't stand for, that you didn't set for yourself. Now, self-gaslighting. The thing that usually comes before self-gaslighting is... People gaslighting. People who gaslight you first. You feel a way about something. You have this friend, right? And this is a friend. And you write them. You write them. And they don't get back to you in time. But when they write you, you respond quickly. You respond swiftly. But then you're responding swiftly. They don't respond to you. Until they want to talk about something. Or it's something that benefits, you know, what they want to talk about. And you approach them with the situation saying, oh, why are you taking so long to respond to me? I really don't like that. And they respond saying, 
yo, honestly, you're blowing mine. You always doing this. Like, what you mean? You making a big thing out of nothing. Now, that's gaslighting you. They've gaslighted you by telling you the way that you feel is extra. The way that you feel is null and void to what they've been doing. That you've been putting that feeling on yourself. It hasn't been them. So now, self-gaslighting comes after because then you start to think, well, you're right. Like, I got to be more understanding that um, they had things to do. And me wanting a response may be, you know, doing too much. Like, I'm not the center of the universe. I need to wait my turn. You've now entered territory of self-gaslighting. The hallmark of self-gaslighting usually comes from a person gaslighting you first. So they're telling you that you're crazy. And then you start telling yourself that you're crazy. Now, self-accountability is whereas you're telling somebody that they're doing something wrong, but in hindsight, you're both doing something wrong. Know the difference because self-gaslighting can happen, especially if you're an overthinker like I. I am an overthinker, and I really pride myself on being considerate. Considery. I'm yo, I'm just everywhere today, y'all. Thank y'all for dealing with me in this podcast. Cause my mind is just all over the place. But especially if you're big on consideration and you're big on being morally just. Self-accountability and self-reflecting is really important to you. Now, self now self-gaslighting usually comes from somebody who is gaslighting you in the way that you feel. I really want you all to pay attention to the interactions that you have with people on a daily basis. Whether this be somebody new in your life, somebody previous in your life, someone that you've known for a very long time. Pay attention to the conversations and the interactions that you all have. Especially, especially in times of conflict. Because people show you in those interactions and in those disagreements who they really are. And what you really mean to them. I think a video that I've seen from The Real said it best. Jeannie said, you never truly know a person until they do not get what they want. And that is the truest thing I've ever heard. Especially when it comes to conversations of conflict. And needing to come to a common ground. Or holding each other accountable. Because... In those conversations, you truly found out if you have a friend who's holding you accountable or if you have a friend or somebody in your life who's gaslighting you. Who sees absolutely nothing wrong with what they do, but will definitely show you what you've done that they disagree with. Accountability comes with pointing two fingers, one at yourself and one at the other person. Gaslighting comes with pointing one. That has been another Chocolate Chat conversation with D'Lo, the one and only. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. If you have any feedback about this topic, let me know. Mm. Or if you have a piggyback off of something that I've said, share it with me. Because I'm always down to learn and I'm always down to exchange life um, exchange the knowledge that we've gained from life experiences. That way, somebody can take something with them that they may not have 
paid attention to or noticed before. And yeah, peace out.